this is Jordan. And this is Joe. You can catch our show, The Giraffe Experts, every Wednesday from 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. On our show, you'll be able to hear about sports and entertainment. It's a sports show, but you can't really just call it that. So log on every Wednesday. We'll be in Studio A. Hey, come check us out. I promise this will be your new favorite show because we are The Giraffe Experts. Long! Thought he was about to hit him with some '80s rhymes. Like, in the place to be. What? Yeah, I sound like this. I thought he was about to hit him with some Curtis Blow. Now, what's up, uh, y'all? It's Jordan. It's Jordan and the other half of the giraffe experts. And Joe, why don't you break him off one of them giraffe facts? I just happen to have a giraffe fact on me today. All right, well, All what right. that is today, Joe? You know, giraffes—they're really remarkable creatures. Huh. You know, as a defense mechanism, they can eject thick blackish ink that disperses into a large cloud. This cloud asserts a, d a distraction while they make their getaway and they swim off head first with their arms funneling behind them. Wikipedia's <laughs> at it again. Wikipedia's at it again. These aren't giraffe opinions, man. You know what? Maybe I got some bad info, maybe. All right, you know. Maybe maybe I'm the one who's sabotaging <laughs> the Wikipedia for you on the giraffe stuff. It's like, you <laughs> uh, it all comes maybe. full circle yeah. now. I got to double check the giraffe page on Wikipedia. Okay. All right, bet, bet, Job. All right, let's go ahead and jump into them winners this week, Job. Do you want to go ahead and get it started? Oh, I'll go with my man Justin Jefferson for the Minnesota Vikings. Okay. Uh, he kind of went off this week. Uh, nine receptions on 11 targets, had 166 yards and two touchdowns. To me, the two touchdowns that makes his best game as a pro this season. Yeah, I want to say he scored. In most fantasy leagues, it was somewhere between 28 and 30 points, yeah, uh, yeah. depending on PPR a little bit more. But, yeah, shout out to Justin Jefferson. Yeah, 30 plus points in PPR, like 39 or something. Yeah, crazy. and now yeah. the thing with Justin Jefferson that was impressive is like, you know, it kind of seems like, all right, well, Thielen's the man. Thielen's the man. Yeah. You know, and I want to say going into the last, into this these past weekend's games, I want to say Thielen was the number two receiver in fantasy football. But as soon as you're looking one way, they hit you with the other receivers. So shout out to Justin Jefferson. And he had uh, 11 targets compared to Thielen's five targets last yeah. week. Yeah. And, you know, and that could be a coverage thing. And, and, you know, I don't necessarily think it's a changing of the guard. But, yeah, he definitely did win this weekend. And and they were going to have to pass, you know, especially as, as Cousins, bad as yeah. they – Yeah, yeah without cooking the game, <laughs> that that's something they're going to have to do. And having Kirk Cousins be the guy to have to throw the football, it's a, it's a little sad for them. But yeah. that's something they're just going to have to get through. Yeah, right? and get through Cousins' interceptions problems he's been having a little bit lately. Yeah, now yeah. my winner was – well, it was a great game to watch just straight out. I think it should have been nationally televised. But that Texans-Titans game yeah. ended up going to overtime. Yeah, great yeah. game on both sides. It was a good game by Deshaun Watson. Uh, Derrick Henry, I don't think they would have won without him. You know, that big beast. Like, shot, uh, Derrick Henry kind of since that Jaguars uh, run in the in oh, 2018, yeah. he's been kind of like – 
playing like a Hall of Fame running back like yeah, since that moment. You know, yeah, yeah. And, and, but the, the guy, I'm, but my winner okay. is not Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah. My winner is going to be Ryan Tannehill. You know what I'm saying? He's a quarterback. He held quarterback. it together. And the reason why I'm going to give this man props this week is because I had Nick Foles start in my starting lineup because Russell Wilson was on bye week. And okay. I was like, you know what? Let me hit that waiver wire. I'm like, Tannehill's out there. And picked him up. He scored four touchdowns for me. Not bad for a bye week quarterback. And that's know, so. probably his best game as a Titan so far. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. and congratulations me for starting him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so since he's been in Tennessee, he's kind of been that game manager with uh, with Henry being the centerpiece of that offense. But he threw 41 times. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he threw about 41 times. He had 354 yards, four touchdowns, and, no, and one pick, one yeah, interception. Good showing. Yeah, good but showing. It's, it's, it, he's – He's that quarterback that got drafted top ten overall. You know? yeah, yeah, and like I, we keep saying it every week, it's just funny how that draft is turning out. You know, with the can't miss guys being Andrew Luck and RG three, and now we're looking at the success of Ryan Tannehill. You know, we're looking at Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson being the Super Bowl, like you know, the the league candidate for MVP this year. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and we got Nick Foles as the other guy who's got Super Bowl rings. You know, it's like and Nick's a. You know, but I had to bench him for the other Texas boy. Ryan Tannehill came through for me. So That's shout a good out call to on your part. Yeah, you know, well, you know, it was one of those things I had A.J. Brown, and yeah. I was like, you know, let me just double up. If I believe in A.J. <laughs> Brown enough to start him, then yeah, yeah. that means that Tannehill is going to throw him See, the ball. See, I usually so go good. the other way. I don't double up because nah. either way I want to win. Nah, because yeah. I'm trying – like, if yeah. I'm going to lose, then I'm, <laughs> I'm going to lose, you know. Yeah. I, I'm one of those people that I'd rather get blown out and know that there's no way, no possible combination of players that could have – Pulled this one out. I like to hedge my bets. All right, Joe. What's your, who's your losers? I'll go week? losers, and this is a guy I actually have on my squad. Juju Smith Schuster. So it's personal. <laughs> so this time it's personal. Yeah. Uh, two catches on just four targets, six yards. <laughs> he has six yards. And my thing yeah, is, you that, know, if you got a, if you got one of them half point leagues, though, it's like <laughs> you you got your little half point. You know. But, but my thing is that I was thinking about it, Smith Schuster being Ben Roethlisberger's number one target now that Antonio Bryan's gone. He's Antonio always Brown, yeah. Antonio Brown. Yeah. He's always had speed receivers as his yeah. number one target. Even Santonio Holmes, Mike Wallace, Antonio Brown. I'm like, I don't think Smith Schuster's going to come back and be that number one guy. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and, you know, like I've been saying since before, like our first episode that Chase Claypool was yeah. a favorite of mine mm-hmm. because of the situation he was in because it's like – He's already bigger and stronger than Juju Smith-Schuster, and he's the fastest guy. He's the fastest receiver on that team. Yeah, he looks. Like, yeah, just like, game know, speed. And, he looks like yeah, the and fastest. He's looked like the, the most. At, he looks like the most athletic person on that offense. Yeah, to the point to where they're letting him run, run the ball. The ball yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just because I think this week he had a rushing touchdown, not a receiving touchdown, but he did have another touchdown this yeah, week. Yeah, but you know, he's one of those guys that he's. He's already arrived, I would say. I would, I would say think he's a so. must start. And Roethlisberger must notice that, oh, whenever I throw the ball to Chase Claypool, it goes farther. He takes yeah. it farther down the and, field. You know, and, like, yeah. and before the season started, I was saying that, you know, Roethlisberger is not going to discriminate as far as his targets go. So yeah. whoever gets open the most is going to get the ball the most. And I so. think Washington has seven targets last week. So yeah. Claypool had yeah, three I targets. Yeah, he led the team yeah. in targets, so, I want to yeah. say. But I like, but, say Better things happen when you throw Chase Claypool the ball. So I don't see, I really don't see Juju reemerging as Ben Roethlisberger's I, I favorite target. I don't think yeah. so. I think I think it is what it is over there. But yeah. I'll go ahead and talk about my loser. And I just feel bad because all the Alexander Madison fans, you know, there are some guys who drafted him, yeah. who drafted him for this situation, for <laughs> yeah. that handcuff situation. How yeah. are you going to go for 100 off the bench when don't nobody starts you, but then mm. the week everybody starts everybody you? Everybody starts you. you. you yeah, know? Yeah. My, man, my man over here had 26 yards. You know what I'm saying? If you, yeah, what? That's two two point five points. Four, nobody, no, ain't gonna help carry. nobody. Yeah. Ain't gonna help nobody. Now I did say last week that I was oh. a little hesitant as far as picking him up just because I believed that Mike Boone was a more explosive bat. But Boone didn't get any action either. But okay. this look this seems like a week to week type of injury, so 
Dalvin Cook owners should expect him back pretty soon. But this Madison thing, I, I'm, if it goes another week, I think we're going to see more Mike. I Cook. think that was a situation where they were kind of trailing, so it was a lot of Kirk Cousins throwing the ball. It was, it, it was. But yeah. 10 carries, you know, I would – to, to have a successful performance and have 10 carries, I would be like, all right, if you're in that 35 to like 45, 50 range, yeah. then I, I, I'd give you the benefit of the doubt. But no, you, you didn't do it on the 10 carries, so they had to, they had to go from that game point. Yeah, and so, didn't get into the end zone at all. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was it was a little, little difficult situation for the Vikings running game. But like I said, if Cook was to be out an extended amount of time, then I would expect to see a little bit of Mike Boone moving forward yeah. just because he has that explosiveness that Madison doesn't necessarily have. He's more of your big, like, traditional, like, between the tackles. Yeah, well-rounded back, back yeah. but not breakaway yeah. speed. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. But yeah. I just think that uh, if, if – just keep an eye out for Mike Boone if you have Madison in this yeah, Cook if, injury. If Calvin is gonna if his in, injury is gonna Dalvin if his injury lingers maybe Boone is worth picking up later on. All right, Joe. Yeah. Now who was your biggest surprise? My biggest weekend? surprise was AJ Green showing signs uh, of life. What, showing the signs of life. Targets? <laughs> yeah, well, eight catches on eleven targets, uh, ninety-six yards. Didn't score a touchdown, but that's really the first time all season he's shown really any signs of life. So it's like he's not dead as a fantasy player. Yeah, I man. think what it yeah. really shows me is that Joe Burrow must have grown up a Bengals. Fan. He's like, this is my hero. Let's <laughs> yeah, yeah. get this man the ball. Let me you know? resurrect the man. And yeah, and and you know, he was very, he was pretty impressive with the amount of targets. So that means that he does have the trust of the team in yeah. order to get that many targets. But you know, I do I do think that moving forward, it, another impressive performance by another young receiver. They had uh, T Y T Higgins, uh, T. Higgins yeah. this weekend. He kind of had a breakout game as far as yardage goes. Yeah. I want to say he was still second on the team and. And he and had a, a nice long reception. He yeah. he got stopped short of the touchdown. He, so you yeah. know, it's kind of like you know, a little bit of the old, a little bit of the new. They hitting you with that, but yeah. they're. I just think that moving forward. T. Higgins is the guy, especially if you're in a keeper league. Probably. But well, it's still amazing to see that A.J. Green can still get it. Done. Yeah, like I said, it's his first significant fantasy contribution of the season. Uh, me just kind of gleaning the situation, it seems like he's kind of serving as a mentor to Joe Burrow and T. Higgins. Yeah, and he's, know, that, yeah. he's that one, he's that he's OG that one in the veteran that everybody yeah. has to listen to because it's like, oh, yeah. You I know got what? skins on the wall. Yeah, it's really? like this guy's been balling since I was in high school. You yeah, know? Yeah. So I got to listen to this cat. Exactly. All right, now my, my big surprise player this weekend is shout-out to DeAndre Swift. Yeah, DeAndre. You know, just, just escape from the pack, you know. It's about time somebody emerged, and I think he's the first 100-yard rusher for the Lions this season. So, shout-out to him on 14 carries, 116 yards, and two touchdowns. He was also targeted four times. He ended up with three catches, which is important in PPR, but them seven yards ain't going to do nothing for nobody. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. But it was still impressive, an impressive win against the Jaguars, even though, you know, it, it pretty much the running game won that game for him because Matt Stafford kind of didn't really show up that much, you know. And he – Kind of hasn't had that season. Everybody, yeah, everybody kind of predicted kinda, him to. And, have, you know, but a yeah. lot of that has to do with Kenny Galladay. You know, mm. maybe I'm an apologist for him because the man's from DFW. Shout yeah. out Highland, Highland Park. Park. That's the only time I'll ever shout out. Highland Park. <laughs> yeah. And if they I'm talking about him, Clayton Kershaw. Shout out Clayton Kershaw. Great game the other night down the street. Yeah. they over here balling. They balling over here. Well, he right. in his hometown. He should be balling. Yeah, he needs hometownish. Like, we, we got all love for, for, for all DFW athletes. For yeah, the I think even in the second half, Swift got some goal line carries. Right, the one of the touchdowns. Yeah, and it almost seems like they've he's earned the trust of Matt Patricia yeah and he's a rookie it's just that point in the season where kind of rookies are stepping up and uh, becoming fully grown NFL players kind of yeah grown man grown man stuff yeah Yeah. but but all right yeah Joe all right now let's go ahead and uh let's move on to that waiver wire all right let's get up in it like is there anybody (laughs) that you was that you was just targeting this weekend this week 
like that was that you knew was out there and you knew you was going to just have to fight for him, that you knew he was going to fight this for this coming week uh well to me it's cuffing season for me because okay. i yeah i got yeah, joe mixon yeah yeah i okay. got joe mixon he's uh been a little injury plagued this season but like this past weekend he kind of got taken out the game then got put back in so i need to scoop up giovanni Bernard. yeah Gio really, Bernard, yeah and you know since he's he's been a backup kind of to mixon since since mixon's Took over the starting role during his rookie year, so maybe he's got some fresh legs. Maybe he has one more great game left in him. I would love to see it. I was a big <laughs> fan of his when he was at North Carolina. Yeah, just because you know, it's just that rare skill set of being a running back and be able to return punts was impressive to me. Yeah, you know, and what was he? He Yevonson Bernard's little brother, isn't that who it is? Ah, uh, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> shout out Oregon State Yevonson Bernard. I think his dad's name is Yevon, and that's why he's. Yevin's son. But uh, Bernard did have a touchdown on whenever Mixon was out of the game. Yeah. So, like I said, if if Mixon, and I think he's on the uh, probable list, but he's in that gray area right now. If it goes le- later into the week, then it's somebody you might want to have on your roster, and he would be worth a start this coming week. Right on, right on. Now, what? let's go ahead and run through a few of your other waiver wire transactions that you that you were after this week or that other people should be trying to make. Maybe a two attack of Iloa. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah, think they're on that bye week, but yeah, it's they time. Have, but it's, it's time. time. I'm like, but if you don't get them this week, you're not going to be able to get yeah, them next yeah, week. Yeah, it's time to go yeah. get them. And it's two attack. Yeah, and, you know, and also with saying to it, I also think if you're looking at two, if Preston Williams is still out there, because I know a lot of people might have been hesitant to pick him up just because they have the bye week coming up. Yeah. And I'm like, go grab that 6'4 monster. Yeah. Because, you know, Tua, it's like he's going to throw it to the guy he trusts the most, and Demonte Parker get hurt. Like I said, and Tua, Tua lo- he's a quarterback. He loves the deep ball. Now, well, I what think. do you expect from Tua in the second? Well, first, what do you think about the decision to – Start two at this point in the season. I feel for he, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay, okay. Man. I feel for him. Do you I feel, feel for him. him. I do. I do. Because I don't he, feel for him. Well, I, 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 I see the emotion, but the man's had a lot. Of, I'm like, I haven't got my chance to crumble apart in late in the season. I haven't well, got that opportunity. But the thing yet. is, like, coming off of a 24 nothing shutout yeah. victory. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. And you know, and and he was, yeah. he's he's had he's had, his last few weeks. Yeah, he's, his his first week was his worst week. If the first week didn't happen, then, would we even be yeah. in this situation? And that, that's that's my thing. Is like he's had some, he's in the midst of a good stretch of football. I'm like, yeah. but I haven't got my chance to crumble apart yet. I hey, haven't gotten man, that give opportunity. Give the Harvard man a chance. It's I mean, like, go, he's I, had a ton of starts in the NFL. He like has. he's shown what he is. Yeah, I'm like it's and we don't expect much from the Dolphins this season. Yeah. So and I like I like the decision because they are playing well right now. Yeah. And you want Tua to start off on the and ride good, that momentum. Yeah. And, ride that that and that's exactly what they're doing. They're take good job, Brian Fitzpatrick. Yeah. They're taking your momentum and they're giving it to Tua. So now he, my my biggest issue with the whole Tua yeah. thing is the injuries, man. It's like the, oh, yeah. the guy's was injured. He pretty much he started what one and a half seasons at Alabama. Yeah, if yeah. that like I think probably his highest moment was that national, the championship. national championship game. You know, yeah. and then he took over the star. Jalen Hurts is hurt. Then he ends up getting hurt. And you know, it's like it was more like Tua is more of a product of. What everybody saw on the national scene—it's that first it's impression, like, you know, bias. Yeah. yeah, and and don't get me but wrong. But what a first I think impression! A, what but a first the impression! The thing is, is like yeah. I I have a problem with I don't like playing guys. Like if 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 I'm gonna play you as a rookie. Mm. I only want to play like a fifth-year senior, a guy who's okay. had all the visual reps. Yeah, because if like that a guy, Justin Herbert. Yeah, like a Justin yeah. Herbert. Well, yeah. he was a four-year starter, but yeah. that's a four-year starter. Yeah. You know, four-year starter, like, you know. You, he's, you kind of been through this yeah, your true freshman seen, year. He's seen more football yeah. than Joe Burrow. Let's just be real. Yeah. You know, now Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow did it in the SEC, so he saw all these guys that you're seeing on Sundays. Yeah, he, but, I saw you last year. Yeah, yeah. And I just think that – the, the the mental reps and visual reps those are real things and I think that it, especially at the quarterback position I think that's that's not something you want to force because once you put that guy in there mm. 
you kind of start that cl- that clock rolling as okay, far as okay. like, all right, now this is how we're going to judge this guy from here on out. So we uh, don't care that you rushed him early. We don't care. We're gonna now we're gonna count you from this game you start. We don't care that you're yeah, twenty one years old. Yeah, because this is now another care. first impression yeah. you're gonna yeah, be making. Th- this yeah. is it from here on out. This is yeah. what you're judged off of. And yeah. I just think that with Fitzpatrick being experienced and winning, it's like. I just I just wouldn't want to mess up a good thing, you okay, know. Just because okay. to me, it's also like you're quitting on the uh, the rest of the team when you do that. But who but knows? To me, I don't I don't watch practice. Yeah, yeah, I don't know yeah. who'd be killing in practice. Yeah. But to me, the injuries, the the age, the lack of mental reps, mm. those are the reasons why I would wait. Now Let it, the Harvard man do it, you know. And if and if the situation presents itself, because it's football and the way people have been getting hurt, who knows? It might happen. And, now, would and you I just be, don't want I just don't want Tua to be the guy who gets hurt. You know. Okay. Would you be more receptive to this? If if it was six games left in the season as opposed to six games deep into the season? I just I, I just think it's it's a two-specific situation okay. that I'm talking about. Because the injuries. Because the injuries and yeah. the age of the player. And just because – just we, look what we just saw with Dwayne Haskins. He got 11 starts. Yeah. And we all knew he was a third-year third year college player, three-year college player. Yeah, so one season like of actually playing. We're talking about a 20, 21-year-old guy. Like he's seen guy. so little like, football. Yeah, you're watching a tw- – the film you're watching is on a 20-year-old quarterback. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, but the thing is the clock started as soon as he got in that lineup. Yeah. We're, and we're judging him off 11 games, you know, which yeah. isn't fair. And, and it's more because I don't think it's fair to the quarterback. It's not fair to the man. Yeah, it's not yeah, fair yeah. To the I'm like, and it'll be a weird situation if Haskins gets traded and it actually becomes successful. Then you look back at him like, oh, he only started 11 games in Washington. Yeah. I'm like, how did they make a decision about that? And, and I like, just think that it affects the quarterback position differently to where it's like, maybe I'm not good. And then he starts to doubt yeah. himself. And I, I think that's what happened to David Carr. Yeah. I think in another scenario, that we see Derek Carr is doing – he's thriving this well, season. Well, David Carr, it was more hearing footsteps. Yeah. yeah. It's more like, ah, 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 they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. <laughs> but that's right? how you wake up in cold sweats like yeah. that. The, ah, what's that? Okay, all right. Now, yeah. let, let's get back on some of these uh, these replacements, these waiver wire acquisitions. Okay, okay. All right, Joe. Uh, now, you went ahead and you uh, – who would you hit them with? Well, you, mean, oh, you said Tua Tagovailoa. I said Tua and uh, Giovanni Bernard. Also, right. uh, I think some people might have dropped Carson Wentz yeah. early this season. Right. A lot of people. I think it's a good point to pick him back up. I do. I think. I think he's he's run when he's playing against the NFC East. Yeah. Like it's like you you start that quarterback unless it, it like he is head and shoulders above every other quarterback in this division now. Yeah. Now Dak, Dak now Dak is injured. and maybe yeah. and maybe even Dak being hurt. Might take a little bit of pressure off of him because I'm pretty sure being in Philadelphia and having that money, he's always hearing comparison. about how yeah. you ain't as good as Dak. Dak, yeah, Dak yeah, ain't yeah. even get paid yet. We shouldn't pay you. Yeah, I bet. Uh, it's like Dak loves being in Philly, and then Carson loves being in Dallas yeah. because that's where I get my love. Yeah, but yeah. I like Carson Wentz. I, I, that, that, I think that's a smart pickup. Now, yeah. I know that, what they're playing against the Giants on Thursday night football. Yeah, you know it should be a pretty. Interesting game just because they're both bad, so somebody has to win. Yeah. You know, I just like, hope I, I think Philadelphia is going to separate themselves as the best team in this division going forward. Yeah. And Wentz coming off two touchdowns, zero interceptions against the Baltimore defense. Yeah, the, and, it, the yeah and he was 21 Baltimore. 40 passing, you know, which is not the greatest, yeah. but it's Baltimore's defense. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like that defense is like, it's almost like I think they might, I'm, it might be a little too soon, but. They found their replacement for Ray Lewis as far as a franchise to move forward with Patrick Queen. I okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not saying he's the next the, Ray yeah, Lewis. Yeah. But I'm saying they found their, their next replacement. Ray Lewis. Okay, yeah. As far as, like, you know. They're great. At least he'll never have to pay for a beer in Baltimore type yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, now, as far as uh, my waiver wire uh, guys that I was looking at this week, now, mm-hmm. one of them is a guy who I'm actually thinking about activating from IR. I haven't looked at – I didn't look at my roster before I came in today, but – 
Dallas Goddard, okay. I think it's his time to shine. Zach Ertz is a little bit banged up. He's got the ankle sprain. Those high ankle trains. They're, they're yeah. tricky. They're, they're tricky. tricky. Yeah, we're talking about three to four weeks. And, oh, wait, what? Dallas Goddard come off IR on Thursday? Bet. All right, Thursday night football. Let's go, Dallas Goddard. You know, he, he started off the season pretty hot. You know, he yeah. had that 100-yard game, the touchdown game, to where you're like, oh, snap. I guess there's, that's the number one receiver. That's the number two receiver as far as their tight ends go. Yeah. And, you know, and then with Goddard getting hurt, Ertz kind of hasn't really been him, himself. This you know, season. And maybe it's yeah. just because there's no threats on the outside to where they just key in on Zach Ertz where, you know, yeah, if you have enough so DBs. they've been so injury riddled with the wide receivers. They, foc- they can focus on the tight ends kind of. Yeah, but yeah. I think that Dallas Goddard, he's, he's a great play. Out, like, he was, out, he was out there in a lot of leagues, which mm-hmm. was kind of surprising. Uh, but I did pick – like, I had him in IR, activate him. We're going to start him this week just because I have Hunter Henry on that bye week. But I'm going to roll with him. Right, that, I saw your next guy. I was excited about this one. All right, now this yeah. this guy – like, everybody's talking with Michael P. Ryan. Okay. Everybody's talking with Michael P. Ryan. P. Yeah. Ryan this, P. Ryan that. <laughs> Not so fast. I hit Not him with so that fast, Lee Corso, friend. dog. Yeah, I hit yeah. him with that Lee Corso. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking Ty Johnson, man. Been a fan since he was at Maryland. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. like – He's he's got legit four two six speed. It's yeah, pro like his speed. that uh, speed was on display. He broke a nice long run list for the past weekend. Yeah, so he, we saw he only ended up with what two carries, like forty two yards this yeah. week. Mm. You know, but it's impressive burst, and he had more yards I want to say than Frank Gore and Michael P Ryan combined off of just the two carries. Yeah. I'm like he showed a little bit. He showed enough explosiveness to where I don't think the P Ryan's the ad. Like I think yeah. that I think. If it's going to be committee, then don't you want to go with the big play threat? Of the, I'm like, of when the you guy? go back and watch the film, how, yeah. how are you going to uh, give uh, P. Ryan more carries yeah, than it's you like, to Johnson? Me, it, yeah. And he's a veteran. This is his second year in the league. He was in Detroit last year. But pretty much it's like as the season went on last year, like before Carrion got hurt and was shut down for yeah. the part of that season, he kind of like – it's like, look, we're a committee now, dog. Yeah. You know, I think he kind of made his, his spot known on the Lions roster to the point to where this guy was just available a few weeks ago. Yeah. That means that they got rid of – you know, that means that even with Swift there, even with uh, with Carry on Carry on Johnson, Johnson there and with Adrian, Adrian Peterson, Peterson there, there yeah. they still wanted this guy as the fourth running back, mm. which is saying something because uh, I don't know if, you, if you're if you familiar with Jason Huntley, the Arlington Martin kid. Yeah, yeah, speed from, demon you, from New, uh, Mexico New Mexico State. State. Yeah, yeah, New Mexico State, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah I love them. They, they was, cut him. Really? They, when they signed I, Peterson, he was the running back that left. He was, Huntley would be my project. Yeah, He's going to be yeah. returning well, kicks we'll, we'll for me. We'll talk okay. about okay. him here yeah. a little bit. We'll yeah. talk okay. about him here in okay. a little bit. Well, let's see. When I saw Ty Johnson this weekend, because I'm very familiar with him from Maryland, he just looked bigger to me than he looked in college. Oh, yeah, because, well, I want to say, because remember, his thing at Maryland is what happened is like, his first two years at Maryland, you thought this was going to be the university's all-time leading rusher. Okay. And I don't really ne- necessarily remember exactly how it went down as far as the coaching situation goes. But, you know, there was the Matt Canada situation. Okay. There was uh, the DJ uh, Durkin situation. Where he got which, well, you got know, off because he killed him. <laughs> yeah, you know, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, you know, the, the, murder <laughs> the murder of, of innocent children. <laughs> like, you yeah, know, yeah. who cares how if they're 6'8", 340 pounds. Yeah. You know he ain't built for that heat. Don't be making that man run. Don't make him anyway, run like that. Anyways, no. But, but Ty Johnson, it did seem early on in his career that it's like, this is going to be one of the great Maryland running backs. Then it kind of just turned to a committee Great committee running back. You know, Anthony from McFarland kind of broke out. Came yeah. in that one year. and But to me, it's like, I just I always thought that Ty Johnson was even a more – he was – 
as good as McFarlane was, I don't think he was good enough to take his job. Yeah, like, I know. think it's because uh, McFarlane first a local guy, yeah. and he was a blue chip recruit coming yeah. into he the He was program. a local guy, and yeah, yeah. and I want to say it was just the coaching staffs trying to prove it's like, look, we recruit these guys from this area. Yeah. It's like, and if you come here, we will play. You. I think McFarlane, like he was even a star like a sophomore year, like he had a, a, offers from Alabama when he was a okay. sophomore. Probably because he's like the exact same size and frame he was as a, as a fifteen <laughs> yeah, year old, something like that. It's yeah. like yeah, but and and you know, I'm not a McFarlane hater i'm yeah. just saying that even even now today in the nfl like mcfarland i don't like the one the one thing that probably get, keeps him off the field is that he outside of running the football he doesn't really do anything great yeah as far as for he that really size you should yeah. be able to he doesn't catch bring the anything football. to the returning game he yeah. doesn't really do anything as far as the passing game and you know it and they really don't give you a chance as a and he, to and work he, on is, he is different from like every other running back they have oh, everybody yeah, else yeah. can do smash mouth football yeah, he's kind of like yeah. fast willie parker without that that fourth gear yeah yeah all right but another guy i want to talk about as far as uh the, those replacement guys those waiver wire guys is uh anthony ferkser the harvard kid you know oh, what I'm saying? Harvard, you say. Harvard, yes. Harvard. Well, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah so Johnny yes. Smith, if you had him, you were probably hating it because uh, he went out in the first quarter with the uh, – I think he had an ankle. It's, everybody got an ankle injury. My ankle hurt from everybody's <laughs> Watching ankle Watching all injury. this football. My yeah, ankle like, yeah, yeah. you know, Mine's third, a low ankle sprain. But yeah, you the third-year H-back from Harvard had a pretty impressive day, like nine targets, eight catches, 113 yards, and a TD in that thrilling game that we were speaking about earlier. It was a good game. Yeah, and if John is going to be out, then he showed you he's the man. It's like nine targets, 100-something yards. You can't really show out more than that. You do the math real quick, and that's almost 18 yards of reception. Yeah, no, man, no, I, don't, I don't like that, Harvard. It's like, you, don't you, like think, it? you think you're smart than me? You got your masters. Mm. It's like, it's like, Throw it at a 35-degree angle. I'll be sure to go catch it. All right, Joe, now let's talk about uh, let's talk about who you love this week as far as starters, my dude. As far as starters, the, the easy one is Deshaun Watson. It yeah. was some choppy waters for the Texans <laughs> early on in the season, then they cut the dead weight, got rid of Bill O'Brien, and they ball, uh, Deshaun Watson's balling out at least. Yeah, yeah they yeah. balled out, you yeah. know, and – it's just glad to see that there's some new energy in that building. Yeah, and that's what I think it is. More than I can joke about Bill O'Brien being a bad coach, but it's a change of energy and <laughs> it's just something with those Belichick guys. It's yeah. like, oh yeah, it's Belichick, Belichick, Belichick. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah. It's like because because even if you look at what Bill O'Brien did at Penn State, I'm like. Dang, you made us think Christian Hackenberg was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it was yeah, so that, short, he didn't have enough time to show his flaws yeah, at Penn State. It's like, State. man, yeah. Christian Hackenberg. Then yeah. he came out with them little baby Whopper hands. <laughs> he got them Trump hands. Like, and, and you yeah. know, and that... You know, that's going to affect the way I judge you looking moving forward as an NFL quarterback. Yeah. I'm sorry, wilding out's in the background. It's distracting <laughs> me a little bit. But, but, uh, but Deshaun Watson, uh, seven total touchdown throws in the last two weeks. Yeah. I think uh, three one week and then four last week. Uh, so I think he's on the upswing. I, and I think on this the up is and up? the up and yeah, On the up and up, I think he's on the upswing. But I like him as a good start. He's probably already been a lot of people's starters. Yeah. If you want a sleeper starter, I like Andy Dalton against the uh, Washington football team uh i know he didn't play that well against uh in this past week but i think washington is terrible <laughs> see yeah, all right yeah. i'm gonna hit you with some old school huh? what was <laughs> that that's some tim toolman taylor because i andy dalton after what he did the other yeah. day nah dog it's like you got to you're gonna have to show me you, you got to show well me. I, I just think I need, washington I is really really bad i, I think their pass rush is good now yeah. now uh i was gonna speak about them a little bit like during my the process of getting the show ready, I was going to bring them up as the sit for the week as far as IDP. I'm like, don't start a Washington linebacker. Don't start a Washington linebacker. Don't start a Washington linebacker. Until Cole Holcomb enters that starting lineup, I don't trust that core. Yeah. And I don't know what Ron Rivera is doing, 
because it's like he's just kind of like okay yeah i know who this guy is i know who this guy is i know who this guy is so they're gonna start yeah you know but to me it's like to have john bosick out there over cole holcomb because to me cole holcomb was pretty impressive as a rookie and he's probably the fastest linebacker yeah he got got some some wheels wheels. and i'm like it's like if he's not your nickel now he has been hurt he did miss four games but he he wasn't hurt all training camp he was there all reserve to start the season yeah so don't don't tell me when cole holcomb starts balling out it's like yeah you know we've just been waiting for him to get healthy i don't want to hear that coach speak yeah i want to hear it I want to hear. No, no, you know, coaches, it's, they like who they like. That's oh, something. Yeah, they yeah. like. That's why Donovan Wilson wasn't starting for the Cowboys oh, since yeah. the beginning of the season because coaches just like who they like. Like who they like and like who they know. It's yeah, like yeah. it's like coaches don't want to be proven wrong, especially like the old school coaches. Like, yeah. the, like you know, now you have oh, your Cliff Kingsburys and your Sean McVeighs that are different types of coaches, but all these old guys, like well, your boy Mike Leach. Like, Rivera <laughs> uh, played for Ditka, right? Yeah, he played for Ditka. Yeah, he's a Cal Berkeley guy, so yeah. I'm pretty sure that he's – Thinks he's the smartest guy in the room all the time. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, if I went to Berkeley, I'd probably be stunting too. But you didn't go to Harvard like Anthony Mm, Fox. Because I wanted to play football, Joe. (laughs) All right, Joe, now let's go with with a few other uh, people you're trying Uh, to start. Here's a sleeper for me is uh, Cole Beasley versus the Jets. Uh, Beasley, I think he's been a a safety valve for uh, for our man Josh Allen all this season. Uh, He hasn't had less than six targets all year long. He's coming off of a game, four receptions, seven targets, 45 yards, not impressive, but he did score a touchdown. Touchdown. Yeah. And my most thing is that I see him be like more so than a tight end or anything. That yeah, slot he, receiver. That, yeah. yeah, he's the guy getting those tough yards in the middle of the field. Yeah. Since they don't have that, that, that everybody like, like no cover too, because this tight end is going to kill this type of guy. Yeah. They, no, like they don't have that guy. You know, Dawson Knox could he's, develop. He's developing, that guy. but he's developing is the key word. He's still developing. Yeah. 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 And so, yeah, I, I, I do like that. I like, I like Cole Beasley because the role he has. Because yeah, even at the end yeah. of the day, it's like if you look at his numbers, it's like, yeah, that's what I expect from my starting tight end. That's what <laughs> yeah, like, tight end. Like, yeah. Like non Peter Warwick style. Yeah. We always going to shout out that. Ten yards of cats for Peter Warwick. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, Joe, what, is that who you got right there? That's and then uh, defense, I like the Eagles' defense against the Giants. The Eagles, low-key, their front seven, their front, their D-line has been good. Yeah. They're, they're deep at the D-line rotation. Yeah. Uh, and I think they'll be able to get after Danny Dimes this week. Yeah. Uh, and th- Danny Nichols is what I'm predicting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, the thing with the Eagles is, like, that defensive line is so good. Yeah. Those linebackers are so, so bad. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. To where it's like Nate Jerry is, like, their best linebacker. Yeah, Nate Jerry. Yeah, yeah. like, that's not like, like a made-up name on, on a fake mad season because you playing five years into the future with some with some fake college it's like that ain't that ain't no guy nate jerry nate gary but like, it's I, like no nah, that's like gary gurgage it's like uh gary nathan no yeah. nate, nate. Yeah. but uh like i said it's a deep defensive line and i think they'll be able to get after uh, the giants quarterback put some pressure on him make some mistakes some fumbles some interceptions uh so like they added what malik jackson and javon hargrave t- uh, to add to that interior depth to go uh, along yeah. fletcher Cox. Yeah, they, that's, they do more to back up Fletcher Cox than we do to, uh, to fix our starting lineup. Yeah, you know, well, you know, well, no, oh, the Cowboys they did try to make the move this year. It's just those things ain't working. They oh, just didn't work. You know what's wrong with the Cowboys? Tangent. Cowboys you know tangent. <laughs> Cowboys. It's just they spent money in the wrong place. That's what the worst thing about this team is. It's not it's the not drafting. How, it's not how the teams. It's 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 what was spent to build the yeah, team. Yeah, after you get how them in the spent. building, yeah. you're making the wrong decisions about who you should pay, and that's the biggest problem. And I don't see a way out in the short term. Okay. Okay. All right. Now I'm gonna go ahead with the. With the cats, I want to start this week. All right, Joe. bro. All right. All right. Now, Justin Herbert has arrived. 
Can we say that? Uh, yeah, I think he's, he's averaging right. like he's 25 right. fantasy points yeah, a game. Yeah, 25. Like he's right around 25 and a half fantasy points a game. If yeah. you look at his points per game as far as quarterbacks go, he's right. He's sitting right around number seven in most leagues. And I just think that this man, he he wants to double you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. He still hasn't yeah, got a win. He, he still hasn't got the win yeah. yet. You know, it's like their one win, Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> you know, he yeah. probably keeps telling you that. He's like, Coach, you're going to start me, right? Win, you, I'm he's, the, he's like, hey, one, it's like 1-0, baby. It's like, it's yeah. like I, I, I can't lose this year, baby. <laughs> I, got, like I got the size, Coach. 1-0, yeah. baby. But, I got yeah, but just, Justin Herbert going up against uh, Gardner Minshew for an old-school Pac-12 type of shootout game. Okay, yeah. So, it's like he's going to be like, I remember that season you had. I was mad. Throwing all them touchdowns up in Washington State. Yeah. It's like taking the attention off of me. Everybody yeah. forgot about Herbert. Yeah. But Herbert, he's back, and he's out there. to With he's the vengeance. Got, he's, yeah, it's like Bruce Willis, diehard, <laughs> yeah. battery commercials. I don't know if you've seen that one. That was pretty funny. But I've uh, heard of I've actually heard about that, but I haven't actually seen it. Oh, Maybe yeah. I'll go uh, watch it on YouTube. Yeah. All right, but, but yeah. yeah, playing against the Jags, I think uh, – it's just I would say breakout, but nah, this is what he's been doing since day one. So Justin Herbert, he's a guy that I think he's just gonna he, keep he's on one of those trucking. Guys right? that's like if, if you're in an eight man league, this man needs to be starting quarterback in one of those leagues. If you're in an eight man league and he's still out there, go pick him up. If he's sitting on my bench. Get three. He's sitting get on three. my bench. I, yeah, I got I got yeah. golf, Cam, and. Uh, and my man Herbert on the squad right now, and it looks yeah. like Herbert's about to get his yeah, first start like, for me. It looks me. like Herbert's your best, your best option. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. You know, and and you know, it's like Cam has the run running ability, but it's like Goff might be the odd man out on you. Oh, that's the one winner I didn't bring up. Uh, COVID is really kicking these <laughs> Patriots' butt right yeah, now. Man, yeah, COVID to, is dismantling the dynasty. Shout out, to, <laughs> shout out to COVID. That nah, Bill man. Belichick's greatest foe. His, his, yeah, his his uh, that's the Joker to uh, Belichick's to Batman. All right, now uh, <laughs> another guy who I think is a must start this week. Uh, last week I said he's a must add as far as the waiver wire goes. Mm. So this week we're going to talk more Travis Fulgham. Okay, Travis he Fulgham came he's showing out. He did his thing again. Yeah. You know, he's averaging 15 fantasy points per game in his three games he's been active. He scored a touchdown in each game that he's played in this year. It's like first game, you know, not too much. It was 57 yards on two catches, but. Then he had the ten game, the ten catch game, you know? yeah. And that's when he's on. You the know what the best compliment I can get, compliment I can give to Fulgham? He looks like a professional wide receiver. That's yeah. what he looks like to me. Yeah. He's not a burner, but he just looks like an all around professional wide receiver. Yeah, and you know, yeah. it's like, and a lot of people might looked at the looked at some fancy scores and saw, oh, JJ Arcega, Whiteside, I got a touchdown. Oh snap! Let me see. It's like now nah, it was a fumble recovery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah. didn't catch no he touchdown. Catch yeah. He didn't catch no touchdown. It's like congratulations, you're a wonderful special teamer. That's why <laughs> career special round. teamer, right? It's like. Get out of here with that mess. Mm. No, nah, but yeah, but uh, as far as uh, my IDP player, okay. th that one player, I'm going to shout out to Kenneth Murray. Kenneth Murray, you know, it, he hasn't taken off like Patrick Queen has, but. But he's. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. But, you know, but they lost Drew Tranquil, and I'm pretty sure he's been learning different linebacker spots, but him being, you know, the biggest, strongest, fastest linebacker on that team, well, Denzel. Perryman's on that team. He's a little bit bigger, but, but he's not, slow. don't got he's the speed. Don't, don't got, got the speed. speed. Yeah, you know. But you know, it seems like Kaiser White has been their their best linebacker this season. You know, like you know of the of the West Virginia Whites. So I know a lot of West Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of uh, rookie linebackers do have good season, but I think it's a position where. The rookie season, you can you'll take you can take a leap. You know what I'm saying? You'll take yeah. a big leap. And I forward. think after the bye yeah. week, I'm looking for that. Week. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking for that ten tackle because it is a cerebral position. Yeah, you know, it's like and if your quarterback's in it on offense, it's like the quarterback of the defense needs to needs to step up a little bit. And, I, and it's it's an overwhelming feeling to be a middle linebacker right now as a rookie coming in the NFL. Like with this short with the short training camp, yeah. having to be able to make calls and stuff. And then to have like a veteran like well tranquil a second year player but at least having a guy who's familiar with the defense mm. 
line up next to you to help you out not being there. It's like they're kind of reliant on Perryman, and Perryman's almost like, I hate to say it because you got almost a detriment to the defense just being out there just because he's so slow. Well, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but, but shout out to that you, though. Yeah, but yeah, but that man, he does like kind of take their average speed down like two notches. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah. like we we be a fast defense except for this guy. Yeah, over yeah here. this he guy over here, you know, it's like yeah. he reminds us of the man Tate. Like, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, all right, Joe. But now let's go and talk about uh, who, who should we sit? Who should buyer beware on? Who who, who is it like? Nah, uh, dog. This uh, is an extension of my prediction last week: Jared Goff versus the Bear. I now I warned you Ooh. people last week: don't start Teddy Bridgewater against the Bears because this Bears pass defense is formidable and. Bridgewater scored less than 10 fantasy points in yeah. most leagues. Uh, same thing with Jared Goff this week. Don't start him against this Bears defense. That defense has five interceptions allowed. So five interceptions this season compared to four passing touchdowns allowed. That's in six games. So against the pass, no bueno. As no in, bueno. Yeah, they're they're good. Yeah. But, but it's, no, it's no not. Good. It's, it's don't, no don't play Jared Goff. No you Just know what I mean. Me, you know what I mean, right. man. You know listen. what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm telling you, yo. All right, all right yeah. All right, uh, now what? Who else are you thinking about sitting? Uh, I would say sit Henry Ruggs versus the Bucks. The Bucks coming off a stomping but of Joe, the Packers. But Henry Ruggs is so <laughs> fast. So now fast. keep in mind, Henry Ruggs had a breakout game, and that breakout two breakout two game, two catches. two catches on three targets. So he was targeted three times. Now so he, he might, showed me what I knew. Yeah, he he is bad. who we thought he was. He is who he thought he was. Yeah. So like I said, I don't. He's not a volume guy, and that's what kind of. Uh, what reigns supreme in fantasy football is those guys who have a lot of targets, and that is not what Henry Ruggs is. So buyer beware. I would not start him against the uh, the Bucks this week, who just got finished stomping that Packers formidable offense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. Now, well, since you said Henry Ruggs, I'll say Derek Carr. Don't start him, man. Don't start him. Okay. No, it goes, goes you know, hand in hand. Because yeah. it makes sense, right? You know, because if they can do that to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Who is you, Derek Carr? Yeah, and they were Who pressuring him all day, and a lot of uh, blitzing with the Levante David and and oh, Devin and, White. And yeah. Devin White, Devin White, yeah. he's he's tr- he's finally starting to play as fast as he is. Yeah, and you know and that dude, he's for as big as he is, it's like it's like that's that's not fair for you. You to know, be like. That I, fast. I, I, cause I know I knew who Devin White was in high school, but when he was at LSU, I'm like I don't remember. Was he guy. like a fullback? Yeah, like to me, I think he weighed more in high school than he weighed in college. Oh, yeah. Like legit, he was like a fat boy with speed yeah, yeah. in high school, and then like, like they got him yeah. all cut up. And yeah, and like, now you play yeah, yeah, like Devin White. Yeah, so okay. so it's like so somebody had an eye for that talent. It's yeah, like, come on. I was like, is this guy going to grow into a defensive line. tackle in college? Oh, no. Like it was like, he was like that big? Like, I swear he was like 250 in high school. So it's like, like so that. he just got cut up. It's yeah, like, he nah, got I'm cut stay up. The same yeah, way, he was bro. a running back also. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, that's why I thought he was like one of the top fullback prospects yeah, yeah, yeah. in the country. Yeah, so like he's telling that rock, though, but he was chubby, chubby boy, chubby boy. Okay. Yeah. Now, another guy who uh, I'm a little afraid to start this week, you know, who I'd be having chilling on my bench a little mm-hmm. bit. Like Mike Davis from Carolina, okay, yeah. and it's and if you're in a PPR league, go ahead and start him because the man gets his targets. He gets that, you know. But outside of PPR, I'd kind of be afraid just because he's playing against the Saints, and the Saints are one of the one of the few teams in the NFL that's given up less than four yards a carry. I think there's only like eight teams that are doing. Yeah, that. they're one of the few. They're only giving up three point six. And carry they stay right on now. the field with that yeah. short passing game. So yeah. yeah, and you know, and I just think that. The way the, the way that New Orleans' pass defense has pretty much been playing this year, outside of uh, of Lattimore actually being to lock down a single guy, I don't know if the pass rush has really been consistent enough to, to mess with quarterbacks that much. And also, it's a prove something game for Teddy Bridgewater. So he might after yeah. last week, it might be on a mission to prove something. Yeah, and it's a divisional game. Uh, yeah. It's type type of and yeah, he played for the Saints last year. Divisional game, anything can happen. Type of situation. All right. And he was hitting the deep ball kind. Oh, he yeah. Hit, yeah, he hit some deep balls. Even yeah. though he didn't have a good week against the Bears, he hit some. Deep and you balls. know, and with me, I think Teddy Bridgewater is like a good a, a 
good tight end away from having a, a way better offensive season than what he's having. I like the, I'm, not, I'm not an Ian Thomas fan. Never was. Yeah. Like, I'm like I was a little bit coming. Like in. to me, it's like I liked him as like a college tight end. Yeah, it's like but I'm I, like, I always skew like, towards. Nah, I'm like I'm like let me start looking at all these power forwards who played in the NCAA <laughs> tournament. Yeah, I, I liked Ian Thomas, but I skew towards guys who are great bloggers and let me find the receipt, a guy who can catch the ball out of the guys. Who and you know me, blockers. it's like yeah. I, I like. If you're not six four six five, and if I kind of need like a forty inch vertical, line, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, just so I'm like, I need because if you're my tight end, I need you to get them red zone points. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? If get you, them jump balls, if, if you don't have zone. that 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 kittle speed, yeah, you know where you're just breaking it off from like 30, 40 yards out all the time. You know, like, and that was an impressive run he had this weekend. I don't know yeah, if you saw that, but beast, you know, but beast. that's what he does. It's like he's yeah. like, oh, and I'm gone. Cornerbacks are scared. Cornerbacks <laughs> are scared. Uh, yeah, but I I do think that. If he if he had Ian Thomas like for people who drafted him, I thought that was even weird to me. It's yeah, like, well, you, it's like, I know who this guy. I, I don't know is. that you I've know seen Ian Thomas like really make a play. Like he'll I've seen him catch balls and go down I, to I the ground. He made a play in the Senior Bowl. Like, <laughs> That's what got him drafted. Yeah, like that Tuesday. But I, I think I liked his athletic profile. But in the league, like legit, I don't know if I've seen him get a yard after catch or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. and I, I want to say he must. I think he was like a pretty good high school prep basketball player or something okay. like that. And I think that's why I believed in him a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, but he's. I don't think he's that dude. Dude. I, I do have a sit for defense. Oh, uh, yeah, my bad. No, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, Packers. I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I said uh, if you were playing with the Packers defense, they're going against the Texans this week. I think they'll beat the Texans, but I think Deshaun Watson could have a, a, a game, you know? Yeah and, yeah, and with them, it's it's almost like they, they really miss Blake Martinez. I, he's one of those guys that you don't really notice that he's gone yeah. because all he does is make solid tackles all game Yeah, long. he's a high-volume you know? tackle. And with, yeah. and with the Smith brothers on the outside, you know, just to have him on the inside was just reassuring. And it's like they're missing him. They definitely are because it almost seems like there's just something missing on that middle level. Yeah. You know, uh, That's why they should have invested a first-round pick in the linebacker. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Know, yeah. Maybe, but he would have had to trade up, and who knows what they would have had to go up. Because, you know, because remember, Kenneth Murray went, and I want to say two picks later it was Jordan Brooks, and then Patrick Queen was the third linebacker of those guys to yeah, go, yeah. which is like, yeah, I think Seattle might regret that. Yeah, but you know, but they got Bobby Wagner. They can they can regret it for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you can sit. They got some. For a they got while. some cushioning. Yeah. It doesn't have to look bad. He doesn't yeah. have to play right now. Yeah. All right, now uh, I did want to bring up one defensive player, Josie Jewell. He had his good. He had a good ten tackle game, two sack game a few weeks ago, and it kind of looked like oh, Alexander Johnson, known as AJ Johnson to all college football fans, right. you know, uh, plays next to him, and they both play inside in that three four, and they, but. I just think that was just that one big game that he had this week. I think it's not that he's a threat to take take over as the as the tackle guy for the Broncos. I think Johnson is still the guy in that position. So uh, yeah, yeah, don't don't get it twisted. Don't be picking yeah. up Joe. Joe Bron- Joe. Broncos defense yeah. had a pretty good showing against the uh, the against the Patriots, but it's it's more the secondary and the pass rush kind of. Yeah. All right, Joe. Let's jump into some college football. This is what I've been waiting right, for, baby. Waiting this is what for. Waiting we got a couple for. minutes. We can go. Yeah. All right, because I know your love for Sam Darnold. I mean, I'm no, sorry, no, no. Sam Ellinger. Okay, Wrong Sam. Me. Well, like, I appreciate Sam. Sam I appreciate Sam. I appreciate that's like yeah. the dude from Cheers. No, but uh, no. But all right, so who's number four, Joe? Because okay. I think it's like because your boy. All right, let me not say your boy. All right, KJ Costello and the fighting oh. Mike Leach is have fallen off the ladder. Done. It's like it's like they're done. I don't know done. if Mike Leach will make it through the season. <laughs> like this is bad. It's real bad. 
You know, so yeah, I don't think about that. National championship ain't ever happening. No, it's, it's, they, they kind of figure something. Well, to me, actually, because what they're doing is they're just bringing a three-man front. Yeah, and they're dropping playing every, Gary yeah. Patterson. And, yeah, and they're dropping everybody. Yeah. I'm like, if you had a mobile quarterback, you could really take advantage of that. Yeah, but you know. But you've it, never had, you've never scouted that. You know what I'm saying? And to that. me, here's the thing. Was what I, like, with Mike Leach, I just feel like we found out about your, you know, your air raid whenever you had Tim Couch, and you didn't win then. Yeah. You ain't going to come back and surprise us with something that you brought us 20 years ago. Ain't no surprise. So my thing is that you have the defensive personnel where you could do something in the SEC. But I'm like, if you really decide to recruit a, a mobile quarterback to that Mississippi State offense, I think you could do something because anytime they want to drop eight in coverage, you can rip off a five-yard run. Okay. If you have so to, who is okay. your number four quarterback? <laughs> right. I'll go with Jamie Newman. I don't like Ellinger. To me, he's not uh, developed enough as a passer. I actually, to me, his pro comparison is a little bit of dad. Because Dak wasn't developed that much. Uh, coming who, what, out. Jamie Newman? No, no, Ellen. Oh, Ellen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, that it's like he's like Jack. What if Dak didn't have that red shirt year and you just threw him to the wolves? Yeah, and you yeah. were irresponsible with the way you do quarterbacks <laughs> like University of Texas. Now, to me, I hate to say it, but you know. That skin color, man. It's, good. it's, good. it's like, you know, oh, oh. Like, to me, it's like, I think Kyle Trask is the number four guy. Yeah. And then and then Ellinger and then Newman. Well, I think what Newman, about De'Aaron King then, Jordan? What no, about De'Aaron King? King he, he's got to complete more passes for me to carry. Like, but he's, but he, could, he started in front of Kyle Trask in high school. Yeah, but yeah. he's not more accurate. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. to me, his his accuracy numbers are similar to those of a Kyle Allen. Okay. It's like De'Aaron King. De'Aaron King is a, was a great quarterback a few years ago at Houston. He's a great athlete, but he's going to have to sharpen up. He's going to have to clean up every, a lot of things he's doing in the pocket to, for me to be, believe that he is a guy who should get drafted. At yeah, like he had a chance to kind of show something against Clemson. I thought yeah. Miami would do more than they did, yeah. and I don't think they were that outmatched talent-wise. Just kind of they, nothing came together. They yeah. kind of got to a slow start. Yeah, but but yeah. I, I really think that Jamie Newman, if – is, I know COVID is a serious thing that everybody should take seriously, but I think that he hurt his draft stock by not playing with Georgia because it's like oh, he, he went to Wake Forest. If you go to Georgia and y'all win 10 games, all right, go beat Kyle Trask. All right, now yeah. no, there's no questions there. Yeah. You know, it's like, like he could have easily play, go solidified play against Texas himself. in a bowl game, beat, beat you know, Ellinger, beat yeah. Ellinger head up. Yeah. You know, it's like, but to me, it's like he kind of backed up. But uh, the main thing that I wanted to talk about this for is, like, I just want everybody to stop saying that uh, Zach Wilson is that man for BYU. It's <laughs> yeah. like, let's stop it. Everybody love it when a BYU quarterback start balling out, don't they? Yeah. They do. I think what, what, what don't you like about Zach Wilson? Because I think he's athletic. I think he has a good arm. I think, and, uh, I, think I need one more year. Like, well, yeah, to I, me, yeah, I, that's, I, that's, I, that's like, it. To me, it's They're like the accuracy's there, but it's like you ain't airing it out like mid major yeah, quarterbacks that's, that's my thing is like It's like you ain't done enough to pass Shane, Shane Bouchelle. <laughs> that's my thing because I've known who Zach Wilson was since he was in high school. Yeah. I'm like, whoa. I'm like, y'all think he's a first-round quarterback? It's I'm like, like he, he got done swag, enough. Joe. He wear that Jordan headband, dog. <laughs> like, that's legit. It, he hasn't done enough. He hasn't. Like, he's like, looking fresh out there in that number one. You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm saying? He's coming down clean. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? My homeboy fresh. But yeah. it's like, but, you know, he had his first 400-yard game pa- passing game the other day. I was watching which that. Which is impressive, you know. Yeah. But, you know, it started out tuned from your, your yeah, Alabama. Yeah, tuned was like they were going back and forth. Yeah, he looked pretty good to start off that game. But to me, I just think that if we're going to talk about Zach Wilson, then we need to start talking about Shane Bouchelle. We need to start talking about Mac Jones. It's yeah. like, like let, let's talk about Brock Purdy, too. Like, come on now. Like, like legit now, Mac, now, Mac now, Jones. Yeah, legit Mac Jones. Yeah, but, you know, about. but yeah. Brock Purdy, all right, I'm not – that's not for real. But I'm just saying it's like – 
But, you know, but Felipe Franks, I think that he's a guy who could have passed KJ Costello. Kellen Munn's going to get drafted. Yeah. Like, you know, but it's I like, like, but. It. Well, I like Felipe Franks. He looks like he's cleaned up a lot of stuff mechanically. Yeah, because I really Felipe Franks is all he had to do is beat Mississippi State head to head. And it's like, <laughs> these cowboys just yeah. came to see it up, both of them. Because I have Just I, as big, just as strong. Higher, higher recruit. Yeah. Like, it's like, Because I never really liked Felipe Franks of Florida, but like, even just looking at his mechanics versus Costello, I'm like, you're so sloppy, KJ Costello, with your mechanics. And Felipe. Felipe Franks is he's you know he's being considerate about the way that he throws the football. Yeah. That's what I appreciate. Right on, right on. Well, I guess that's gonna be it today, ain't it, Joe? I think it's gonna be it. So, yeah. so just it's just Trevor Lawrence is number one. There's no competition. Right. Okay, between we can Justin talk. Fields. All right, the Big Ten is back. All right, okay, okay. Big Ten is back. Justin Fields is back. What does Justin Fields have to do to take that job, that spot from Trevor Lawrence? I don't think he can do anything. I, first thing, no, I don't think he can do anything. But let me just point out, both of these guys are from Georgia. Yeah, they graduated the same yeah, here in high school. This is, this is the same old story. That this is been, the same old story they've been playing out since they were in high school. Any time that they've been in quarterback camps throwing side by side to each other, Justin Fields. Has always looked better. That is just facts. That is yeah, straight, that straight Clemson, facts. That Clemson versus Ohio State game. Who had wheels in that game? I saw Trevor Lawrence <laughs> trucking cats, running cats. Over. He's like, I'm coming for you, Justin. It's like, I'm balling out here on the field. This ain't no camp. This is real. Yeah. This is mad. I was like, yeah, but with the whole Clemson thing, Trevor it's Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> looking like, looking like, uh, what was it? Hercules from the, uh, well, the Kevin Sorbo? <laughs> Kevin Sorbo, yeah, yeah. But Trevor Lawrence is a head and shoulders commercial waiting to happen. I'm, yeah. yeah, Trevor Lawrence, that's yeah. it's coming. Get, get it's that coming. head and shoulders Get that head and shoulders money, Trevor Lawrence. That's com- it's coming. Rookie year, it's coming. Yeah. All right, well, shout out to everybody for li- giving us a listen today. We're the Giraffe Experts. Giraffe Experts. We are out. Uh, thank you, people. Peace.